Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And we finally made it out of that damn portal. Now we're ready to record our podcast. Yeah. Wait, where are we? Uh, that's a good point. This doesn't look like home. By the looks of the environment and the atmosphere colors, I would say we're on Lamentus One's moon. So let's just be really careful where you walk, because the moon's orbit is pretty sensitive and we could knock it off track with something as simple as falling down. What did I just say? Uh, we should probably go. Phew. I think we made it back. I think we're here. Yep, this is our comfortable podcast recording room. Yeah. No falling moons. <laughs> yeah, no falling moons or debris, thankfully. Uh, neither above or below us. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the anatomy of... Loki, episode three. Huh. I I could swear we were doing episode one. Yeah, something weird hmm. happened. Well, the notes say episode three. Yeah. I mean, it's not like time itself could have changed or something, right? No. <laughs> <That's ridiculous. laughs> uh, I don't know where I come up with these ideas. Yeah. All right, let's get into episode three. Yes, episode three was titled Lamentous, and it started out not how I was expecting. We start out in a restaurant which looks like modern day or maybe 2000s, two women just having drinks together, having margaritas. Uh, But the twist is, uh, one of the women is Lady Loki, (laughs) and the other one is the hunter C-20 who had been kidnapped previously. So it becomes apparent that this is some kind of inside her brain enchanting mm. manipulation i'm gonna be honest when i first saw the scene my instinct was oh my god they were friends this <laughs> is a flashback and there's gonna be some kind of storyline where lady loki's gonna get her powers and shit's gonna go down the timeline's gonna get destroyed and yeah then she's like doing this for revenge for yeah her. i thought that too for okay. half a second but then no no this is just <laughs> oh. this is clearly an interrogation yeah yeah. So I was just putting way too much narrative into yeah. Such I was a small I was scene. I was going there, and then she goes, "Oh, how many people are guarding the timekeepers?" Yeah, they did not waste oh, time with that. Okay, yeah. and then That's as soon as that is. question was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah," this um, is just her showing us how she did it exactly. And every time she gets to a point in this memory, it's, she's replaying a memory. It seems mm-hmm. of the hunter, and every time she gets to a point at which the hunter starts to question it and realize it's not real, then she resets it. Because mm. she's just trying to get more information out of her. It's a fucking crazy interrogation tactic. I mean, not real, but... Yeah. In the, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. So this kind of cements the idea that we had... Well, mainly you had that the TVA agents were possibly variants that were brought in with mind wiping, right? Yeah. If she has a memory of being clearly on Earth having drinks... At like a bullshit whatever restaurant. Margaritaville, obviously. Margaritaville, whatever. It's five o'clock. Yeah. 
Um, Friday afternoon, yeah. evening. So she's obviously not been created by the timekeepers because there's no way that they would implant mm-hmm. stupid fake memories yeah. in her brain. And they, and they kind of get into that later yes. on. They give yeah. a little bit more reveals and we'll, yeah. we'll touch upon that yes, as, we, as we go. But this does also tell me that the the motives of Lady Loki are directly tied to the timekeepers mm-hmm. because she wants to know how many guards there are protecting them. Yes. Which one... Indicates that to her they are real. Yes. So presumably she's seen them. Yes. Or else how would she? How would she know? Yeah. How would she know if they were yeah. even real? Yeah. Uh, but two, it's personal if she has to directly see them for whatever revenge she has. Yeah, right? that's that's fair. It's not just like about just uh, random chaos. Yeah, it's not yeah. about it's not it's not a Loki thing. Yes, it's something yeah. personal to her. Exactly. And it also says, in my opinion, that she hasn't been to where they are because she would know yeah i was kind of wondering if maybe she might have been a tva agent but like yeah the more i think about it like the more it kind of crumbles the only way i could really see it like it was possible is if let's say she got her memory back on a mission outside of the tva Mm -hmm. so that would explain how she doesn't know where it is because she was only ever there when she was mind controlled or yeah, or yeah. didn't have her memories of right. her current life. Yeah. Well, let's not completely exclude the possibility that she's uh, been a TVA agent. Because I think you might, that's very possible. But because even yeah. Mobius has never seen, he never met the timekeeper. So he doesn't know how many people are guarding them either. That's true. That's true. So. But, like, you know, last episode there was that reference to another like agent or detective, mm-hmm. or the hell they're calling them, mm-hmm. uh, that Mobius was like, oh, that he's like, oh, you must have somebody else or whatever. Yeah. Because of the the gifts or whatever the, from yeah. different missions. He's like, yeah. well, I never brought you this. Um, so maybe she was that that person. That's possible. And uh, she got through the bullshit, figured out what was going on, and she ditched out. Yeah. It'll be uh, interesting to find out more details on her backstory. Yeah. And, and we do get subtle... Yeah. Things throughout this episode. Yes. Uh, so then after we get those details, we we switch to where we left off in the last scene of the last episode, which is her going through the time portal. And we see that she comes through at the TVA. She's clearly trying to get directly to the timekeepers. It's obviously her plan. And she used the bombs, the uh, time... Reset. Reset charges. Yeah. That she like chained, Daisy chained together into like a giant bomb and sent them everywhere. She, she, she was basically, it seems, using that as a distraction to get as many people away from the timekeepers mm-hmm. as possible. Completely shattering any like theories that we were having of, oh, what's this location? What's yeah. that location? Yeah. It seemed like they were just yeah potentially random she, I mean, locations. I'm not ruling out that there's strategy, but. Cause chaos for yeah. the, the TVA agents to all flee yeah. headquarters to go stop it. Yeah, that definitely seems like it was her primary goal. Um, she immediately attempts to mind control a guard and then Riz like, oh, fuck. This doesn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was what was interesting, though, to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a, a sign of how powerful she is with her powers. Mm-hmm. When Loki tried, nothing even happened. Not even a spark of yeah. his magic or powers. Yes. She at least gets her fingers to glow green mm-hmm. when she does that. Yes. It just didn't work. Just Yeah, exactly. But this also highlights that she didn't even know mm-hmm. that that wouldn't work. Which... Which means she probably hasn't been there, or at least she doesn't remember that she has. 
yeah, the, again, the only explanation yeah. if she was somehow tied to the TVA beforehand would be she just didn't know this if stuff because so she was long. wiped at the time yeah. she was there. Exactly. Uh, this also does bring to mind, and this is by no means a theory that I have, but just a thought that kind of like rang a bell in my head when this happened. I wonder if the runes that we learned about in WandaVision that say only my magic can work in this circle could have anything to do with this. Like if they're even applicable to Loki magic or if they, and if they are, then could that mean that there is some kind of rune situation by whoever, whoever's in charge, whoever's in charge, using runes, not saying it's Agatha, not saying it's Mephisto, whoever it is, if they happen to know about those runes and if they work, then I wonder if that could explain the magic situation. It's possible. Just a thought I had. But, I mean, also, if it's, like we talked about, if it's the quantum realm. True. That's just the reason. Shit's weird there. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a different dimension. Very true. Yeah. Uh, So, obviously, finding that she can't mind control people, she just decides, oh, we're just going to fight regular now. And then steals a baton and starts resetting guys. So. Yeah. Go old school fighting. And she's still pretty fucking good at that. So. It's pretty clear she's not only relying on mind control to do all of her conquering of things. Uh, and then we see Loki come through the portal too because we know he followed her and she gets mad, which is weird because I think you and I had the same idea, the like smirky expression she had. It felt like had. she was luring him, like manipulating yeah. him into following. Yeah. Like she had some greater plan yeah. of him being a role in her In her plan. Mission. Yeah. yeah. But and it turns out she was probably just being smug. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> sucks to suck, bitch. Yeah. Like yeah. I just did what I came to do and you fell for it. Yeah. Um, and he questions her plan, basically implying, he's like, so this is your plan? Just storm the timekeepers? Like, that? Mm-hmm. this is it? And he's like, are you sure you're a Loki? And I think that that might be, like, alluding to something. Yeah. I know, like, it's, especially this episode, they're kind of yeah. cementing, it feels like, that she is a Loki. But there are subtle things still that make it questionable Yeah, if she is directly a Loki variant. I think there might be something else going on there. Exactly. And, of course, she avoids the question. Says, you're in my way. And she doesn't answer. So that's leading us further into, well, is she or isn't she? Yep. <laughs> They're not fucking giving us an answer. Do you think, and I know this is kind of like a soap opera thing, but let's say they made her, like, Loki's daughter. Okay. Would that be considered a variant of Loki? Because she would technically have his DNA. Um... If I could see how she would have maybe a similar time signature or whatever the fuck they were tracking. What if she was a clone? Like, Loki made a gender-swapped clone of himself mm-hmm. because as a daughter. Okay. Somehow. Without sex. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is beneath him. Yeah. I don't know. That's, a, that's an His interesting idea. His glorious purpose is sexless reproduction. Yeah. That's an interesting idea for sure. I don't know. I'm just trying to spitball random origin stories for her. That don't matter. (laughs) Uh, So they are interrupted by Ravana and more guards. Um, Of course, Lady Loki attempts to use Loki as a hostage and like bargaining chip. Mm -hmm. And Ravana's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, go ahead. You can kill him. Mm -hmm. Which was... (laughs) But I will point out too, this is good though because the fact that Lady Loki took him as a hostage does show that he is not working with her. Yes. At least, as far as Ravona and those guards are, are concerned, yes. Um, so you would think that would trail back to Mobius and Hunter B fifteen and stuff mm-hmm. to like 
clear up that he did not yes betray them like it kind of seemed they thought happened at the end of that episode yes so as Ravon is moving in and they're about to beat them down loki steals the teleportation device called a tempad because i'm gonna forget that 15 more times okay. throughout this episode. i just keep calling it a, devi- a, device. a device yeah tempad uh and they he teleports them away just in time into an unknown planet um and then at this point they continue to fight over the device because she wants it back and he's like no i want to keep it how conveniently they teleported into a shack yeah of all places yeah yeah they're inside immediately that was very fairly convenient especially given the condition of the outside which we notice um when they're in the shack loki uses his teleporting powers to get the tempad back from her after she wins it back inside this like they're battling inside a little shack so that's reminding us that he still has those powers because i don't think have we seen them yet i mean so does he physically teleport i think is that what he does i think so it's not like a like a mere replica that he makes and then he just sneaks around I feel like Because it did look like he just straight up teleported into some portal and then came out like straight up Mortal Kombat shit. Yeah, like, it did. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> it did look uh, very teleporty, but I guess okay. it could be like projection or whatever. Yeah. And super speed somehow. But I don't know. I, I, <laughs> projection uh, and he just kind of like yeah. sneaks around. Yeah. Pointing out, too, this whole time he's trying to reason with her. Yes. Not to fucking fight and to, like, basically work together, figure out what the fuck's going on. Like, yeah. What is her whole point? Yeah, he's plan? trying to be cooperative. Like, he's trying to, like, get them to work together somehow or, like, mm. be cohesive in some way rather than just being enemies. He's yeah. too intrigued by her to let it be, you know, I think. That's my opinion of it. Um, so when Loki gets the tempad back, she's like, you don't even know how to charge it. And then he's all like... Or you're not the only tech-savvy Loki. And she says, don't ever call me that. And he's like, what, tech-savvy? <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. And of course, no, a Loki. She doesn't want to be called a Loki. So. So either she is a Loki and something fucking happened where she is disgusted by the idea of being a Loki. Yeah. So maybe there was another version of her that ruined the name for her. Oh, Maybe. Or she's not a Loki, and she, like, represents a Loki in her timeline, but she's not an actual Loki. Yeah, it could be one of those situations where she's just so bitter at being called that a bunch of times. Like, when I was a little kid, people would call me Chucky sometimes. Okay. Because I had freckles. Oh, okay. And apparently nobody had ever seen freckles. Did you ever say, hi, want to play with me? No. No, I did not. You should have, because that would have got them the fuck straight off. It wasn't a lot, but there was this one kid that Pull did it a few a times. Hi, you want to play with me? <laughs> You're my best friend. So it could be a situation where, or like in those deals where somebody is like overshadowed by someone mm-hmm. in their life, and so you they're mistaken yeah. for them. Well, okay, let's let's go with the let's humor me. Okay, and you, I guess. Okay, that she is an enchantress. Character. Okay, okay, yes. The the Sylvie, which Sylvie. Uh, Lushton. Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's say she's that character. Mm-hmm. Loki would have given her her powers in a, theoretically in that mm-hmm. timeline. Yeah, and basically. Okay. Tore let's up her say life. maybe. Let's say maybe she had an undying like loyalty to Loki. Mm-hmm. She embraced him and like maybe even took on that name mm-hmm. for 
him for whatever reason to like okay. do his bidding. Okay. Somehow he betrayed her, whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. And then she became the enchantress through that. Right. And so her entire existence is like based off of Loki. Yeah. Having her powers based off his. Yeah. Her identity in that timeline, mm-hmm. but she's not a Loki. Right. And so that could be explaining why she hates that name. That's true. But also be considered a Loki. Yes, that's a good point. And when Loki hides the tempad from her using magic, she mocks him for being a magician. <laughs> so, I don't know. There's like a weird... So, she's not doing... So, is she implying that his powers are not actual powers? Yes. I think like she's saying like, like uh... oh, you can do parlor tricks, oh. essentially. Because she was like, when he just does the little fireworks, she mm-hmm. was kind of like not impressed. Like the... But later on, she kind of had a, like a smile in that yes. scene. Yes. Yeah. We'll get into that later. Yeah. But, um, so just so we're clear, she thinks that him and Vision could have, like, a competitive yeah, magic Yeah, a nice off. magic show together. Or as com- competitors, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Um, so they leave to try to find how to recharge the Tempad, and as they go outside, rocks start raining from the sky, and they realize... When and where they ended up with this teleportation situation, and it is Lamentus One, the planet in the middle, which is in the middle of destruction as the moon is on course to collide with it. So she had this preset then, right? That's what I'm getting out of this. It was one of her preset traveling locations for the lo- the the cycle of apocalypse. That would that be my guess. Hides in. I would think so. Yes. So going back to the shack that they conveniently fell in, maybe that's why. Oh yeah. Because she was staying in that specific shack. That's a fair assumption. And so it was designed to go to that spot. Yeah. On the planet. That's a good, good, very, very good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, she must have had a pre-program because he teleported them so quickly. He has to just push a button. He had to press a button and be like, wherever this is. Yeah. Um, And so, of course, at this point they start, like, as they're running through trying not to get killed by falling rocks, they're like, in my opinion, bickering like an old married couple. I don't know. They have, like, this... Mm weird it's like chemistry but they're also like but but you're the problem but you're the problem mm-hmm. situation going on which i thought was kind of odd for knowing each other very all soon. while they're like saving each other from yes. being hit by meteors yes they're like pulling each other out of the way and like mm-hmm. they're just going out of their way they're like suddenly they're a team yeah whenever it's about death <laughs> so that was very interesting to see um they low-key Work well together. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So it's the year 2077, and it's like a well-known, big, fat apocalypse. Nobody makes it out alive. Um, Which, prior to this show, I would assume apocalypse means nobody makes it out alive always. But apparently... Yeah, I don't think it was like... (laughs) Uh, yeah. there's different levels and classes of apocalypses. Mm. So in Yeah, this, she references that this one, nobody makes it no out. And I was like, well, doesn't that mean that the others weren't apocalypses? Yeah, that's what I feel like. But I guess in the TVA or whatever, in whatever world this is. Yeah, because the whole idea behind she was hiding in them was it doesn't change history because exactly. nothing survives. Yes. But that implies that people survived some of the other ones. Yeah. So maybe people on the outskirts or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the year 2077 caught my eye. And at first I was like, oh my God, is that like some of the, the runs that Marvel has done with some of their characters? Mm-hmm. But that's 2099. So I got ah. I got excited over nothing. Okay. <laughs> I was probably just thinking of like cyberpunk. 
Uh, if Lamentis sounds familiar to anyone, it, I think, is in the extended Cree Empire area. It's not officially, mm-hmm. um, but it's, like, one of their, like, conquered worlds or whatever the fuck that they probably use for mining based on this episode. Yeah, it looks that way. Yeah. It's a mining planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some kind of material that they use for probably, like, metal to, like, make ships or something. Yeah, possibly. Um, so as they're arguing and helping each other at the same time, uh, Lady Loki is saying, oh, I only did, I only helped you to protect the device because she knows he has it on him. She's like mm-hmm. trying to make sure he think he doesn't think she gives a two shit about, two shits about him. And then, uh, Loki opens the door for her when they find a little shelter and she's like, you only did that so you, so I could help you get the device charged. <laughs> like she very much is distancing herself and trying to make it clear that she doesn't give a shit about him, which I think is interesting. And then we get this whole spiel about how this plan is years in the making and that Loki has destroyed it or ruined it. But, okay, here's my question about that. How can you say it's years in the making and then you didn't know that the place, your powers wouldn't work? Your magic wouldn't work? Yeah, I have a lot of questions about years in the making. I guess you could argue, like, well, why would she think of that? Because she didn't know. But if it's years in the making and you think you would put a lot of intel into planning it mm-hmm. exactly but maybe she just had never been able to get into the head of one of the hunters before i don't know also is time even relevant when we're talking about like time jumping and shit in this world yeah i mean when she says years in the making i wonder if is she that in the the tva time or is yeah. that in like her hopping apocalypse times or is that just in her real time. I wonder if she says years in the making because she infiltrated the TVA to get to where she is. Oh, okay. And maybe she never used her magic when she was there before. She can't do disguises, right? I don't think so. What I've kind of noticed in this episode, it doesn't seem like she ever does a disguise yeah. like Loki does. Seems like she'd be able to with So all they the rest seem to have magic. separate powers. Like yeah. She can do the mind control. He can do the I look like whatever the fuck yeah. I want. He can manipulate how people see him. But she can manipulate how they think. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting point. They seem they don't seem to have the same powers, which I would kind of think they would be very similar if they were both Loki's. Which I would expect that by the end of this episode, it, it feels like they're going to learn each other's powers. Yes. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. So, at this point, we get the reveal of Lady Loki's actual name. She says she goes by Sylvie now. What was that name again? Sylvie. Sylvie. So, Where have I heard that before? I feel like that name sounds familiar. <laughs> oh, it might be Sylvie Lushton. Is that who we're thinking of? Hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. The not Lady Loki character. Yeah. Um, Enchantress, and, I think they called her at one point. Yep, they sure did. So, Sylvie says, it's called an alias. And Loki's like, that's not very Loki-like. Which is true. Loki is very showboaty. Like, mm-hmm. he wants everyone to know who he is. He doesn't hide. Yes. So. So, when she says it's an alias, I'm like, ah, defeated. Yeah. Because it does kind of imply she is a Loki. Right. But she just changed her name. Right. But that's not to imply, I don't know. She says not, that's not who I am anymore. You're right. So, it does imply that maybe she was a Loki at some point. The problem with this episode is I feel like they have... Things that she says that can go either yes. way. That she is or is not a Loki variant. Yeah. And then we have the silly, the little the banter that they have where she's like, yeah, what exactly makes a Loki a Loki? 
Independence, authority, style. <laughs> style was definitely style. in there, right? Style. So naturally, you went to work for the boring, oppressive time police. Yeah. <laughs> I don't work for them. I'm a consultant. That's <laughs> pretty good. And that's a low-key moment, right? Yeah, absolutely. He, he's like, they need me. Yeah. I'm not working for them. Yeah. <laughs> Another example of like where you could take, like, she may be this enchantress character and not a lady Loki is uh, Loki kind of mocks her uh, with her whole plan. And he's like, something along the lines of, ah, so your whole plan, your glorious purpose was just to destroy the TVA from the inside and then walk away. And he says, yeah. I'd never have done that. Right, yeah. And then she goes, yeah, well, I'm not you. Exactly. So you could take that literal, like, I'm not a Loki, or you could take that, like, well, I'm just, I'm a different person than, than you are. Yeah. I think differently than yeah. you Yeah. There's multiple interpretations available for that, but it's interesting. Mm. It also kind of highlights, too, that Loki still has this mindset of, like, I'm the alpha, the default mm -hmm. Loki the standard yeah. of what the others should be based around. Yes. Like, not that he's a copy, that they are copies. Yes, of course. <laughs> so, as they're wandering through looking for, still looking for a way to uh, charge the Tempad, they find an abandoned mining town, and uh, Loki sees this neon light in a window, and he's like, would that charge the Tempad? Would that work? And Sylvie pretends to, like, she agrees, and she's like, oh, yeah, that could work. Well, hand it over. And then he realizes, oh, that's obviously a lie. That's not a real. That's not a real thing. Um, I think he knew from the start. See, yeah. this is a fun moment oh, okay. because they're playing each, or they think they're playing each other. Okay, he's like playing off of this like neon light thing, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, let's, this should work. Mm -hmm. Trying to get her to show him how to charge something. Oh, okay. I didn't even think that far. And then far she's about it. she's seeing it as like. And she knows that he's full of shit and he's playing her. Mm -hmm. So she tries to play him back and goes, oh, yeah, this will work. Give me the thing. And then he's like, I'm not going to give it to you. Like, do you think that I'm that stupid or whatever yeah. he says? And then yeah. she's like, then don't. Uh, give me any more of your tech savvy yeah. ideas. She emphasizing the tech savvy, meaning like she knows he's full of shit. Yeah. She said, we need a lot more power than a, basically a neon light or whatever yeah. the hell she called it. Yeah. So it, it was kind of like a fun dynamic seeing them kind of try to one-up each other. Yeah. You know, they had to outlook each other. Loki up each other, yeah. Yeah. Um, they do eventually find a home that has a lady in it. And um, Lady Loki, or... What do you call her? Sylvie. Sylvie, at this Sylvie point. now, yes. It's out in the open. Um, Sylvie... The UK ruined it for everybody, apparently, but... <laughs> oh, really? The credits, I guess, they had her as Sylvie in the UK credits. So, yeah, I guess they quickly changed that, but oh, okay. they gave away what her name was before they revealed it this episode. Right, okay. Uh, so, Sylvie, uh, of course, goes in headfirst, tries to use brute force to out take out the lady, and lady has an energy gun. Mm -hmm. Boom! Nope, that's not going to work. Nope. <laughs> and then Loki, of course, tries his usual trickery. He sees a picture through the window, and he morphs himself into looking like her husband, but it doesn't go so well because he has no idea how her husband acts. And mm -hmm. she's like, nope, shoot you too. <laughs> yeah, see, he made the mistake of calling her beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You never do she that. She was like, no. You never do that. <laughs> um, but they do eventually get some information out of her asking her where everybody went. They're at the train station, but you're never going to get a ticket. Mm -hmm. I thought it was kind of odd that he even tried that whole technique, though. Because mm -hmm. he did say, like, 
sorry about my acquaintance or whatever. Yeah. My my coworker, what the fuck he called her. Yeah. And then it felt like you were kind of through to her already. Like yeah. you didn't have to then go and fuck it up with trying to trick her right, right. after. Yeah. Because now you lost all credibility that right. you're not a bad person trying right. to get something out of her. Yes. But he is Loki and he's always very self-preserving. So any opportunity he could take to try not to get shot with an energy gun, he's mm. going to take it, I think. Yeah. Why do you think he doesn't have his whole Loki armor spew um, going on, like currently, when he's no longer with the TVA and he's, you know, he, he could make himself look like anything he wants. So why is he not in his, like, traditional horned crown armor? Oh, that's a good question. Like I never thought about it. Is it like he just hasn't like maybe he didn't think about it or maybe yeah. he, like I don't know. It just seemed weird that he's still kind of in the TVA suit. Mhm. Huh. I don't know. I have no idea. That's I mean, very... presumably that was a physical suit he wore because they destroyed it in yeah. the first episode. Right. But he does have the ability to make himself look like anything right. as we see later on. Yes. Maybe it's just energy wasted if he doesn't okay. have to. Okay. Okay. He's all that energy reserved for not being blue. Yes. <laughs> okay, so they do eventually end up at the train station, headed to uh, the Ark. Um, they see... There's a nice Transformers reference there. Yeah. Uh, tons of people in line, and it looks like there's the standard thing that you see in movies like this, where there's all the poor people in line have been waiting forever, and then the rich people are... Walking with martinis and shit, basically, <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah. There's even, I think, a, a moment where a woman shouts out, they're only selling tickets to the rich, or yeah, something Yeah, they're only like giving that. tickets to rich people, yeah. 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 Uh, and I thought it was kind of interesting, because this is, like, a, a flip to, like, the idea of, like, the Titanic, where yeah. everyone is in this moment that they're all potentially going to die. Yeah. And they are still... Only concerned about people who can pay for yeah. their tickets when money is not going to be relevant nope. by the end of this fucking disaster. Yeah. Well, but they don't know they're all going to die. They think they're probably going to I mean, escape. you have an entire, like, moon crashing yeah. onto your planet. That's true. Even if you survive, yeah. you now have no moon. What's that going to say for the fucking structure of your planet in, like, orbit and the, the days and nights or whatever? True. You know? Very true. But I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, so they talk to each other about strategy for getting on the train. Um, Loki changes himself into a guard, and, even though Sylvie's ready to fucking take everybody mm-hmm. head on. And Another 80s reference, I feel like. These guards looked a lot like they resembled like Cobra Commander from G.I. Joe. Oh, okay. I might just be looking too far into this. I feel like, but they like looked... they, it felt like there's a lot of 80s cartoon themes in this episode to me i felt like they had like their helmets reminded me of an alien <laughs> like a xenomorph well, cobra commander that, that's what the helmet kind of looks very similar oh, to okay. that to okay. me um i know that the arc is also a term that you know transformers took from biblical stuff mm-hmm. yes. so yeah, obviously it's not directly transformers but to me it is yeah i know um, so Loki's like, no, we're doing this my way. And he changes himself into wearing guard attire. And then he acts mm. like she's a prisoner and takes her up. But. And this is, well, I don't think it was that she was a prisoner. Just she was being escorted by him. And they got the word that she can go in without a ticket. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I just, I took it to be a It prisoner. looked like he, he was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm yeah. handcuffing you. But like yeah. later on, it didn't 
feel like it was that situation True. when he was actually at the front. Yeah. Um, also, this kind of proves she can't change her look. Yeah, because that would have been the easier option. all you had to do was do that. Yeah. I mean, also, in retrospect, couldn't he just change her too? Can he change other people? I don't know. Maybe he can't. But it would be interesting. Or just hide her. Yeah. Like he hid the device. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to hide you in my butt. Just hold on. We're going to get onto this. <laughs> yeah, hold your breath. Um... <laughs> We're going to get onto this train. Just, you got to hide in my butt. <laughs> Um, My caboose, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he gives some spiel to the guard, saying it's orders come from up high, uh, on high, or whatever to from the top to well, get her she... to the place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then they realize that he, of course, asks his boss, and then his boss starts to come over, and Sylvie realizes this isn't going to go well either. So she thankfully is able to mind control the guard really quickly right before the guard, the boss comes over and he's mm-hmm. like, Oh no, they're everybody's good. You know? Mm-hmm. And then they get on. So it's a good example of them working as a team to get what they want instead of fighting about who's right. Yeah. And I mean, of course it's an accident. It is. Yeah. <laughs> she's in a sense reacting to his plan. that didn't necessarily work. Yes. But it is them meshing their, yeah. their tactics to get through this. Exactly. So, once they're on the train, they head to a bar cart, sit in a booth, and of course they have the fun little thing where Loki's like, well, I need that seat because I can't ride backwards on a train. And then she's like, well, I can't have my back to a door. And they have a little thing, and it's like, he's like, like, there's two doors. There's doors doors on both sides. (laughs) She's like, just sit down. Just just sit down. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Again, like, no matter what snow they're in, they're still trying to out-Loki each other. Exactly. Um, They just argue more about what their plans are and mm. whether they can trust each other. And then they eventually end up talking about their mothers, which is an f- interesting conversation. She asks Loki what his mother was like. Yeah. And he goes on the thing, how she was so good and all this. And it's a weird thing. I don't know. She was good. Yeah. She was so good. <laughs> that's I not, don't... that's not what she said. I was just summarizing. No, he does say good. It's fine. It's, it's she fine. was good. Purely decent is what she said or what he said. Purely decent. Yes. That sounds like you don't think highly of your mother. No, no, no. That's a different... There's different definitions of decent. Decent as like, in like it's acceptable. She's the purest form of just decent. No. Okay. You're talking about <laughs> decent as in like it's acceptable. Decent is also a way to describe a person who's like a really good... Like they're they're a purely good person. Like they're not okay. going to fuck you over. Like you're a decent person. You're a decent you, person. I get that. Yeah, yeah. It's A decent person is a better thing than a decent hamburger. You know what I mean? Okay. Like a decent hamburger is like, it could be better. Yeah. A decent person is good. Yeah, because a decent person can give you two hamburgers. <laughs> exactly. Whereas a decent hamburger You've can just give one. you one. Exactly. That's exactly the reason. And the only reason. <laughs> so then Just to be clear, <laughs> we're not making hamburgers out of the decent person. We're not. Okay. No. <laughs> so I want um, any listeners to be like, are they... Um, so, uh, of course, after describing his mother being so awesome, Sylvie's like, are you sure she was your mother? And he's Mm -hmm. like, no, I was adopted. And then she's like, uh. And he's like, oh, sorry, did I spoil (laughs) that? He's like, spoilers. (laughs) She's like, no, actually, I already knew. And then he's like, mind blown when he realizes that she knew her, like, she, she yeah. was new. She was Some, told. They told her already. And, like, he was like, well, I, I found out, but it, it took a while. Yeah, which is such a weird thing. She looks very upset by that. <laughs> She's like, that's 
she is taken aback. At yeah, least. and it kind of shows that maybe like she had a completely different life than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he asks about her mother, and she's like, "Oh, I, I barely remember. Just blips of a dream at this point." I want to talk about this moment. Yeah. Okay. What if she doesn't have memories? I, this is kind of going back into she was in the TV at one yes. point. Yeah. What if she can't remember her mother because? She was mind wiped in the TVA. So all she can really know is that she is a different person for mm-hmm. whatever reason that she found out on a different mission. Oh. And that the TVA is bullshit. But she doesn't necessarily know everything about herself. Right. Okay. That's a good point. Would uh, you explain that she doesn't know her mother? Yes. And there's also... Have memories of her mother. The idea... I don't know. It, I feel like it's in one of the other movies. If you're away from the timeline... I may have just made that up, but I feel like if you're away from the timeline that you're supposed to be in for so long, your memories will start to fade. Is that in something? Am I crazy? I feel like it's from something. I mean, it sounds like it's straight science fiction fact. Yeah. It just, maybe it's just in every science fiction We'll call it science faction. Yeah. Science faction. I like it. Um, Not to be confused with satisfaction. Yeah. Um, But I also want to point out that technically she never says who her mother or parents are. It does not imply that she was adopted by the same people that Loki was adopted by. She could have been adopted by regular Earth people. She could have been adopted by Tony Stark's parents. Yeah. She could have been. She could have been Loki Stark. Yeah. It'd be awkward. <laughs> Probably the name Loki Stark. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just thought that was interesting to point out. Like she, they don't. That is a very good point. She, we don't even know who her parents are. Yeah. So it's not. I mean, again, like I was kind of saying, I. She's not, it sounds like she's not even Asgardian. Yeah. She's just. Yeah. She has some kind of ties to Asgard because her sword has like runes on it that look at, it looks like an Asgardian mm. sword, but that doesn't really mean, and she's got the crown. She but, just never really openly says she's Asgardian. Right. So I think she or could. Or royalty at that. Exactly. I think she might have the sword from maybe the, if, if my theory of her being Sylvie Lushton is correct, then. Or Loki. Loki. Then Loki, Loki gave her the fucking sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, he uses daggers. Mm-hmm. She's got this bigger sword-like yes. device. Yeah. So, but it could be a different Loki. Well, of course it would be a different Loki. Yeah. I, well, you know what I mean? Like, a, the Loki that gave her the powers would be mm-hmm. a different... Maybe he just used his different weapon of choice. Because who's yeah. to say they all use the same cho- weapon? What if we're looking at this wrong? What if she's not disgusted by Lokis? What if she doesn't like being called Loki because she had a Loki in her timeline... That was murdered by whoever is responsible for the TVA. And so she's getting revenge because of that. Because she held this Loki in high regards. Okay. And so the the mere thought of someone speaking Loki's name as her is like disrespectful. Because mm. she had such high regards for Loki oh, in okay. her timeline. Okay. That's possible. Just another idea. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All kinds of ideas. Yeah. And then he tells, uh, Loki tells the story of learning magic from his mother, mm-hmm. and... This is why it was confusing to me, because, like, the whole, like, she was purely decent. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, but then you're talking fondly about her. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> What's your angle, yeah. guy? This is decent in the original way, before we started using it as, like, it's just okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and then it also is revealed that Sylvie taught herself magic. Whether mm-hmm. that's true or not remains to be seen, but that's what she said, that she taught herself. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty impressive, considering what she can do. Well, I mean, we've only seen her really do one thing. The mind control, right? 
Yeah, but it's still a pretty fucking impressive thing. Yeah, it's only one thing, though. Okay. <laughs> well, think about once she gets training. It's going to be crazy. Will she, though? I mean, who knows, but... So, do you think she's stronger than Loki, or do you think Loki's stronger than her as far as magic goes? Well, to your point earlier, where you could see the green in her fingers before the magic didn't work on the mind controlling, okay. so then she, theoretically, theoretically she's stronger. stronger. Yeah. She was able to get something out of it, but yes. just not the whole plan. Yeah. Unless it's just a move. coincidence, because he doesn't usually... Things don't turn green whenever he magics them. Because he was, like, trying to teleport his daggers to his hands. Oh, is that so the, what was he trying to do? Okay. In the courtroom, I mean, I wouldn't think? you just try to leave? Yeah. <laughs> You would think. He did his whole teleporting thing. I'd yeah. be like, Bium. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, even, yeah. Even I if don't you know. could only teleport like five feet at a time. Yeah. Like, just do Bium. it. Bium. Bium. <laughs> you could like talk shit to them every yeah. time you teleport, too. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, he's like asking how her magic works, and she's like, well, it's easier if I just show you. I, I kind of was curious if this was like a playful banter between them, mm-hmm. like if she was kind of being cute with him, mm-hmm. or if she really was trying to trick him into letting her mind wipe, or mind control him. Yeah. I think she was just trying to be playful, to be honest, because it mm-hmm. feels like they have this little bond kind of growing already. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like it wasn't malicious mm. at I mean, that he point. He obviously quickly was like... What? And let you blah, blah, blah. And yeah. It was very clear that they were on the same page. Yeah. So basically, at this point, it seems like she was comfortable enough to go to sleep. Yeah, I was surprised by that. rested in his own way. <laughs> which was drinking which a lot. Which was drinking a lot of booze. Yeah. Like the whole part where uh, the waitress brought champagne over and she's like, no, thank you. And he's like, I'll take hers. Yeah. <laughs> and he just drank for both of them. Um, so whenever Sylvie wakes up from her nap, we find Loki singing with a crowd in the bar. He's singing in Asgardian. Um, it seems like the chorus is in English, but most of it's in Asgardian. It's a really pretty song, it whatever swing, it is. Yeah. yeah. Interesting that the uh, person playing the instrument was yeah. able to play. Like, so she knows the song. Then? Yeah, I was confused by that too. <laughs> Unless he was just singing the song to whatever melody she mm-hmm. played, I don't know. Yeah. And he's um, clearly drunk at this point. Yes. So who knows how much he's had. Yeah. His clothes are back to... His TVA his outfit. His TVA outfit. Mm-hmm. Which, my question for you is, did it change Did it change back because he's drunk and unable to maintain his functionality mm-hmm. to hide his whatever appearance? Or did he just get comfortable? I think he just got she, comfortable because Sylvia otherwise... Sylvia alludes that he just got too comfortable. Yes. But... Like, maybe it was an actual result of him drinking. No. See, I think it was comfort, because otherwise, wouldn't he be blue? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I mean, Marvel has kind of just... Given, pretended that never happened. <laughs> forget that whole... Yeah. Like, this is Loki, all right? This yeah. is what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. So, then, of course, Sylvie's freaking out, trying to get his attention. Like, where's your disguise? Like, mm-hmm. oh, take it Very down concerned. a notch. Got some guy fucking... Eyeballs in. Yeah, like, obviously he was like, oh, I... Where's the rest of him, you yeah. know? Yeah, so he, he he's eye-fucking him, and then he leaves. And then, uh, oh, Loki's like, oh, when did you get so paranoid? And this conversation of, when I spent the, my entire life running from the TVA. My question is, your entire life? Yeah, that's a very telling moment right there. So, yeah, yeah so was she 
like a baby when her timeline was destroyed. Well, I guess that would like eliminate the idea that she was in the TVA, though, right? Yeah. If she's Sylvie Lushton. Maybe a Loki is what was like raising her. Well, the Sylvie Lushton character gets her powers from Loki when she's a teen. Mm-hmm. So if but if you're saying her entire life, I, I know. mean, she had to have been like that's what I'm not being sure. Chased as a baby, possibly. So I'm wondering if she like was being raised by a Loki. The Loki taught her everything she knows, uh-huh. besides magic, apparently. Yeah, besides magic. And she learned that on her own after he was murdered, right? By the TVA, even after their timeline was destroyed. Hence, all the revenge tactics she has. Yeah, that's an interesting, interesting question. What the all your life means? I'd love to find more about, find mm-hmm. out more about that. Um, That's just an exaggeration of like it's been. It's a been long ten time. years or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they get back into this silly dagger metaphor that he was taught, like love yeah. metaphor from. Yeah, earlier. they had this whole like love speed thing. Yeah, where it went from it was like love is hate. Yes, love is hate, and he was like mocking her. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, let down. me write that down." Yeah. And <laughs> And she had kind of like a playful moment, like, oh, piss off. So she's a piss off, yeah. So at this point, they go back to it, because he's drunk now. And he's like, it's talking about how love is a da- love is a dagger, or maybe love is a dagger because mm-hmm. of whatever, whatever. And she's like, love is an imaginary dagger? And he's like, yeah, it's a pretty bad metaphor, I guess, <laughs> now that you say it out loud. <laughs> so that was... I mean, it made sense where he was going with yeah. it. Yeah. But I guess technically it would be imaginary dagger, not a real dagger. Yes. Yeah. Um, and at this point, the guards show up and try to arrest Loki, because, of yeah. course, he doesn't have his tickets. Yeah, because apparently this planet also has narcs. Yeah. <laughs> and he ends up getting thrown off the train, which is... That escalated very quickly. Well, I mean, that's simplifying the situation. I mean, yeah. They get yeah. in a, a battle. A and, of course, of all of the people who starts the fight, it's yeah. not Sylvie, who yeah. clearly likes the fight. Yeah. It's Loki. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's drunk, so... Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I didn't mean to say that they immediately throw him off the mm-hmm. train. They get into a battle. Yeah, he throws at one of his daggers. Yeah, trying to hit the guard that's grabbing Sylvie, and uh-huh. then he like hits the wall with it. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, right next great to aim or whatever." Yeah. So, do you think he lost those daggers then, or at least that one? I think he can probably teleport them to his hands if he wanted okay. to. Okay, he can. So he could just leave them anywhere he wants. Potentially and just get them whenever. So he oh. never has to look for his car keys. <laughs> probably not. Does he have a car, though? He, I mean, he can make one, right? <laughs> yeah. He can just um, we also, car. Yeah, we also got to see uh, Sylvie fighting with her crown, which is, I guess, a thing from the comics. That character takes the little crown, the horns off, mm-hmm. and, like, psh, psh, uses Stabs it as a little weapon it. situation. Okay. Yeah, and you'll note the... Um, I'll talk about that a little bit more later. I have a theory, so... Okay. Um, so, at this point, Loki gets thrown out the window. Mm-hmm. And, and then he, she's like, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> and like, then she on. jumps out the window, too, because yep. she has to be with she's him. She's like, he's got the temp pad. Exactly. Gotta go. Yeah. So we see him lying flat in the ground after being <laughs> tossed out the fucking train. Mm-hmm. He gets up, and Sylvie's like, give me the temp pad. Like, she just is like, no, we're she's done with over this. over shit. Yeah. And he takes it out, and it just, like, falls apart in his hands. Um... So, but the moment does show that he was willing to give it to her. Yeah, that's true. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just call him X. <laughs> it does kind of feel like they had a moment, though, right? Mm-hmm. Where they kind of had this. 
there was a whole conversation, I think, before the fight on mm-hmm. the train where he even asked if there was, like, somebody... Yes, they were talking uh, about their ...waiting love lives. for her, and she's like, oh, there's this postman that I've been flinging with, basically, yeah. in between yeah. apocalypses. Yes. But she's like, I, but I was, it was purely out of... It was to keep me going or yeah, something. It was, yeah, it was to keep me going, and then... Yeah. Truly, they were princesses. Well, that's what yeah. kind of made me feel like she's not of royalty. Yeah. Because she worded it like that. Like, that's well, a good you're, point. you're a prince. Like, yeah. Otherwise, she would be in the same boat. Yeah. That's um, fair. But it felt like they kind of were interested in each other to an extent. Yeah, I it, felt like there was sexual tension. I guess maybe because it's a, uh, the idea would be Loki would be like into himself so much that <laughs> yeah. he would be attracted to he himself. He totally would. But she's very unlike him in, in many ways. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, I could totally see that happening. And, and if she ends up not being him, then it's even better. It works, even, it works out even better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, you know, Game of Thrones already went that route. Yeah. Disney doesn't need to follow. Yeah, exactly. And then we get this interesting exchange where Sylvie's obviously pissed off at him because he's broken the temp pad or the temp pad's broken it in his in his control. So she's like, you got drunk on the train and compromised the mission. And Loki says, give me a break. You can't beat them. Which is kind of an interesting reaction. So is that him talking out of like how he feels? Like, about himself? Like, yeah. is it, like, him coming to, like, some kind of realism that he's just, like, they're too big and powerful of a entity to, to take down in general? Yeah, it kind of seems that way. He's, like, he really does feel that they must be all-powerful if they can do what they've done. Do you think this reverts back to the fact that the Infinity Stones didn't work where they are oh. in the TVA? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's crazy. Still get chills thinking about that scene. <laughs> well, I mean, they work elsewhere. I know. But the whole idea that they're just like, there's random shit in a drawer. Like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Sylvie's pissed. She screams and has, like, a little mini tantrum. I feel like there's magic situation that comes. Yeah, there's she. some kind of magic. Her fists just kind of, like, glow. Yeah. Like, burst of green. Yeah. When she does it, I think. Yeah. And you joked about, like, oh, so there's just a mound here for her to sit on. Yeah. I think she made that. That's what I took from it. Oh, was you think like so? she like her okay. anger. I don't know. That would maybe, make sense. Maybe I'm looking too far into it, but <laughs> otherwise it was that's a very, what I took from a it. Very perfectly placed mound. Otherwise, yeah. Um, and then Loki has a moment where he actually kind of has set, like empathy for her. Oh yeah, he kind of yeah, shows like he cares about her. Mm-hmm. He's like something like, "Does that make? Did that make you feel better?" Yeah. Like, he actually cared. Like, he felt bad about the situation. Yeah. I mean, he probably did feel bad because then he's fucked and stuck there, too. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. He does come up with this plan yes. to then get to the Ark and just take that and change history. Yes. By escaping on it. Yes, because even if they don't have the Tempad, they could theoretically escape by normal means. I don't know how they would ever travel throughout time. They would just be stuck in that time, maybe? Yeah, they would. They would. But at least they'd be alive. Yes. (laughs) But what they could do is just. Well, but think about two this way: if they change time in that aspect, then that means TV would come after him. Yeah. Oh, right. Because they would be. Would he get like another criminal charge on him for changing another timeline? Is that double jeopardy? (laughs) Do they have double jeopardy at the TV? TV. So, but here's my point: is they could then steal another, knock them out, and take it. True. True. And then. Get out to uh, wherever they want and find. That's fine. a very good point. 
Um, so while they're walking towards the city where the Ark is, uh, with the aim of getting on it. Must have been pretty it, close by. Yeah. Because it didn't take very long. I know. I'm like, why was the train even necessary if yeah. that's how long it t- takes? Um, he asks again how her magic works. Or how, how the mind control works. So um, you can tell he really is curious. Mm-hmm. And at first she's not going to tell him, but then she kind of gives in like, all right. Showing that she does kind of trust him a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically what we got out of it was pretty much most people are instantly controlled. Right. But if they're stronger, it takes more effort and what they have to do, what she has to do is basically what we saw in the first scene Mm -hmm. with the one TVA person in the Margaritaville. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. If there's too strong, then she has to make some kind of a memory connection from their past. Yeah, and sometimes she'll have to go pretty far back. Mm -hmm. As she says, uh, yeah, she says she had to pull a memory from hundreds of years prior before she fought for them. Hmm, interesting. Implying she existed before the TVA and she was not created by the TVA. And she was a regular person on Earth, presumably. Yeah. I guess you could argue when you say you were created by the TVA, it means like, like a rebirth, you could say you were created. Yeah. But I don't think Mobius, because he's the one that said that. Yeah. And I don't think he's, I don't think he knows. No. That's probably what they just brainwashed them with. Yes. Yeah. And then at this point, Loki realizes the TVA, the TVA was lying because they all said that it was, they were created and he's like, well, wait a minute. That's not what they said. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's like, of course not. It's ridiculous. They're all variants just like us. Confirmed. Yeah. So. So we do know they're all variants. Mm-hmm. The question is now, who are they variants of? Yeah. Is exactly. Mobius going to just be another person in Mobius? Or is he going to have an actual backstory that could be, I don't know, a Loki? Possibly. My uh, The other thought t- that I had, too, because the hunters have um, numbers. Mm-hmm. I know that the analysts have names, but I kind of wonder if they just renamed the analysts to... When they rewipe, when they wipe their memories or whatever, uh-huh. so it it does make me wonder. Somebody brought up, I don't remember where it was, so I don't want to take credit for it. But somebody brought up the idea: what if every variant was like a trophy from a timeline that was conquered? Oh wow! Oh shit! That would be an interesting take on that, right? Conquered. Keyword conquered. Well, I mean. I know. Eliminated, yeah. whatever, destroyed, conquered, whatever. Yeah. Implication maybe of a king. Yes. That's an interesting it. point. And he takes a trophy every time he, he takes over a timeline. Yeah. Okay, so they get to the arc. This is the last scene of the movie or the movie. <laughs> this is the last scene of the show. And um they Sylvie asks if they can trust each other. And Logi says, We do and you can. There's, like, riots of people trying to get to the Ark. There's, yeah. like, guards still there somehow. And there's meteors going fucking nuts and, like, things breaking off out of the sky and, like, buildings falling down. I think that moment, though, where he realizes that they lied to him about the TVA yeah. really shines as to, like, why he says, we do, you We can. do trust each other, yes. Like, I think it's opened his eyes that, like, yeah. maybe we are on the same side. Exactly. So, um... This is this action sequence is really cool. It seems like it was like a one shot situation with them like running through the fucking mm-hmm. whatever with all the shit falling down around them. 
this this area really reminded me of like a Guardians of the Galaxy yes, moment. Very much so. Um, I also have a fucking gripe because Loki stopped that building from falling down on top of them. But if his telekinesis works so well that he can stop an entire fucking building, why can't he just telekinesis their asses across the goddamn desert to where they need to go? Like, why do they have to walk? It just, I don't see how telekinesis works for inanimate objects and not animate. So, like, he would just carry her? Yeah. Or himself? Both. I mean, could you carry yourself? I don't see why not. If you can carry a building. You can make yourself levitate and then pull yourself forward? I cannot explain why you wouldn't be able to in magic terms. Because... (laughs) If, it literally defies physics. Yeah, none of it makes sense. So if you can lift a building, you should be able to lift yourself. That's all I'm saying. So I would love to know the answer to that fucking Marvel, okay? okay. Um, yeah, that was kind of a big point because it looked like he put the building back up. Yeah. I have seen online sus- like people suspicious that he has a time stone, which is the one that he was holding... In the first episode, when he found out all of those Infinity Stones were in that drawer. Oh. He was holding the Time Stone. So maybe he theoretically hid that thing, however he hides things. Mm-hmm. The butt. Yeah. <laughs> Deep in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> and was just waiting to use it in a time like this. No pun intended. <laughs> At an appropriate time. <laughs> I hesitated because like, I didn't want to like say it, you know? Yeah, um, I guess that's possible, but it would make sense. But I mean, but can the time stone just be wielded? It doesn't have to be like in a, in the eye of fucking whatever his name is. Odin. No, no. I'm just would be surprised if you can wield it without some kind of situation. The eye of Agamotto or whatever the necklace that Doctor Strange wears. Okay. I mean, that was just like a, a thing to protect it, right? Wasn't that what the whole point of that was? Yeah, but isn't From the whole... From other beings to take it? Yeah, but also, can't like no one one person wield a, an Infinity Stone? They just have to be strong enough. Okay. Like Thanos was strong enough, right? He had the Power Stone before he even had the fucking gauntlet. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Or anyway. at the very least, he... Well, you could argue because he had the gauntlet on. But remember, in Endgame, he takes the Power Stone out of the gauntlet... Yeah. Holds it in his other hand. True. And then uses it to punch Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, because he's a dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he made an enemy that day. I mean, he already had her as an enemy. I know, but he made a worse enemy. Okay. You think she was fucking happy that he punched her in the face? <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably not. <laughs> but she wasn't happy either way. I know, but I feel like she would take it pers- She would, like, have an extra personal... It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Do they ever explain how she even... Oh, the beeper, right? Yeah. Infinity War, yeah. the beeper? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Oh, the beeper. <laughs> not to be confused with the beeper king. <laughs> yeah. It's not the beeper king, but that yeah. would be cool. It would be cool. The beeper nice king tie-in. was like, hey, uh, <laughs> they need you over there. Yeah. So after fighting through more guards and all shit falling around them and everything, and then they reach the fucking place where it looks like they're going to get onto the Ark, and it explodes. <laughs> so that's awkward. And they just sort of like looking defeated, and mm-hmm. Sylvie just walks away. Like, I feel like this ending yeah. was so upsetting. But the moment where they were fighting guards to get through there, like, yeah. they had a lot of chemistry. You could tell they were working really well together. Yes. 
fighting these guys off to get to where they needed to go. Exactly. They were helping each other, mm-hmm. kind of like leading off of each other with punches. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Absolutely. Um. So, yeah, what a defeated ending. Yeah. The thing that makes no sense, though, is why didn't they just do the same gimmick they did earlier where he was dressed like one of them instead of fighting his way through? Why didn't he just fucking trick them again? Yeah, that would have been maybe the smarter method. Save a little bit of time. Yeah. Maybe he just assumed it wouldn't work since it was very chaotic and shit was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my my question for you. Doesn't it feel like he was very laid back? Like he wasn't concerned about time getting there? Yeah. Because like, why else would he get drunk? Unless he's just self-destructive Yeah. on his own plans. Like... It felt like maybe he wasn't concerned about getting there on time because he had a plan. Or a time stone. Or a I mean, uh, the time stone would be perfect yeah. reasoning as to why. Because he, he could revert it, right? If that was the case. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I really believe he has a time stone, though. I think he just has those powers we're to believe. Yeah. Because we don't necessarily see him revert time and put that thing back together. He just throws it away as far yeah, as we know. Yeah, it definitely looks like telekinesis to me. Yeah. Plus we don't see any kind of like green... Exactly. Um, like, time stone, whatever like design that we usually stuff. see. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I just saw him holding it up and then he kind of like threw it away from them. Mm-hmm. But I didn't I didn't interpret it as him putting it back up. But yeah, maybe and I we saw him in episode two throw a Roomba across the floor. So <laughs> we know he can do shit like that. Yeah. Um, Go clean a, another floor, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's it for the episode. What about our? What are our final thoughts? What do you think? How do you think they're going to get out of this? Here's what I think is going down, and I think it's the most dumb and simple answer, and I hate it, but I think this is what's going to happen. Okay. TVA has the ability to track those devices, mm-hmm. and they're going to track it before it got destroyed. To this planet in mm-hmm. this time. Okay. And I think Mobius is going to be there. Yeah. Because there's this huge dramatic fucking dispute about, you know, you're coming in. Yeah. You betrayed us. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. Um, and then Mobius, or and then Loki's going to try and like reason with him and explain to him like the TVA agents, like they've been lying to you. Like, yeah. Your variants, blah, blah, blah. And then they're not going to believe it. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. That, that's my whole thing. Okay. It's going to turn into some kind of thing there. Will they, won't they work together will mobius understand what's going on or will he be the enemy right okay but either way i think he's gonna be the ticket to get out of that scenario yeah i agree i think mobius is whether they're arrested if you will Mm -hmm. or or go in friendly fashion i think that's the key yeah uh well i think you're right that mobius is going to be the reason that they're rescued if you will but I feel like it's going to be, it's going to tie back into what they discovered about hiding in the apocalypses. And Mobius is going to use that information and figure out which apocalypse they went to. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I don't know how that would work, but I feel like it might have some, they might tie uh-huh. into that again. Makes sense. Um, I kind of too think, and this is not really relevant to the, how they get found, but like the idea that he's going to learn her magic mm-hmm. mind control thing Ooh. i think it's going to come into play and he's going to use it somehow in the end result of this se- the the series interesting to do something that's to, pivotal to do loki stuff well not loki stuff like something pivotal to fix the problem okay yeah i like that idea and maybe he'll teach 
Sylvie some of his magic, you think? Probably. Yeah. I mean, really, all he could teach her would be fireworks in the palm, right? I mean... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what is considered magic and what is considered his god powers? You I thought I mean? all of the magic was... I thought all of it was magic. Well, no, because he, he referenced how his mother taught him magic. Oh, right. Because she was a witch. Oh, okay. So what he knows is basically like Scarlet Witch type stuff. Okay. But he also would have his like abilities just as being a god. Well, right? I don't see, but Thor doesn't have any of the like projecting himself or whatever abilities or telekinesis. Oh, but doesn't. Well, he doesn't have those, but they're different beings, so. Yeah, but. But he has powers, right? We were always led to believe that his powers came from Mjolnir, right? Yeah. But Thor Ragnarok taught us that it was all within him the whole it time. It was him the whole that time. That was a conductor to uh, focus that energy. Okay, but that's But he fair. could do it himself. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess you could argue, well, Loki's adopted, so how does that yeah. work? Is it a biological thing because of the royalty bloodline, or is it like a they're just gifted these powers from Odin? That's possible. If they are deemed a god. Yeah. Well... Well, let's, on that note, let's get into some more of our theories. I do have uh, something that might be interesting. I think that Sylvie, and you'll understand why I'm getting to this in a second. It's, okay. not, it's not as much of a harsh turn as you think. Um, I feel like, I think that Sylvie is going to be an amalgamation of Lady Loki and Sylvie Lushton, who is eventually Enchantress. She's the second Enchantress. Um, so they're just mashing those characters together for yes, this one? Yes, yes. Because... I'm not on the fully Sylvie Lushton train because of the broken horn on her crown. She's got the broken horn, which is a characteristic of the character, of the character, of uh, the comic named Agent of Asgard, which has many different iterations of Loki mm-hmm. in it. But in that comic, there is a f- there are a few times where the Lady Loki character specifically has a missing horn on oh, the crown. okay. The male does two at one point or another, so but there's like... there's two Lokis there. I don't think... I don't know if they're in the same frame. I haven't read the comic. I looked up okay. some information on it. I looked up to see if I could, but I have to buy it, so we'll see. Um, That's but, fucked up. Yeah, That's but there's like up. a mission that Loki goes on a mission with the All Mothers to do all a bunch of shit for the All Mothers mission, and uh, he... In the process, meets a bunch of different versions of himself. Mm. And one of them is, there is a King Loki in the Agent of Asgard comic, who is a future villainous Loki who's manipulating the current Loki. So that could... Okay, so they could go on that timeline. Yeah. And the TVA is designed from that villainous Loki. Right. So it all it kind of goes together with some theories behind the timekeepers, mm-hmm. and as well as the broken horn on Sylvie's yeah. crown. And I feel like it's all it's very possible the Agent of Asgard plotline has a lot to do with what's going to go on in this okay. show. I've also seen uh, people say that the storyline that they do in one of the Avengers animated series, uh-huh. uh, there's a whole Kang timeline, a uh, few episode thing mm-hmm. so i don't know we yeah i'm gonna probably go check that episode out i'm sure it's on disney plus so yeah for sure yeah I, I need to go check on check out prime reading prime reading to see if there's any uh loki related comics on there right now yeah. if they were smart they would do that but 
they would give you the start first of one. the episode, yeah, 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 of the comics, and yes. then you'll go buy the rest. Exactly. Which is kind of what those are meant for, right? I, of course it is. I mean, I bought a few more comics than I would have if mm-hmm. I hadn't already read the first half for free. Mm-hmm. So it's working. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think she's going to be like an enchantress. I think, I think you're right. They might make some kind of a mashup idea. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she is a Loki in the sense of the spirit went into this person mm-hmm. and then... She took on a new identity. Yeah. Because she's not purely Loki. Right. Maybe they're doing that. Yeah. Because it's not Loki's body. It's her yeah, body. It's her body. With his consciousness or something. Right. Yeah. So maybe that's some kind of thing that they'll go with. Maybe. There. Yeah. What I thought was interesting was this whole episode was really focused on just Sylvie and Loki. Yes. Right? We we had the one scene with the TVA agent mm-hmm. being Mind controlled. Yes. Or whatever, interrogated. Yes. But we didn't see Mobius. We, I guess we saw Ravona for like one scene one as well. So I guess I just yeah. lied to you. Yeah. <laughs> right there. We saw the weird lady in the trailer so, with the energy gun. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she was a TVA agent, it was a though. a joke. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe she was. So we yeah, see we don't know was. that. Yeah. But really, this was just focused on them. Yes. It was one of the shortest episodes, too, that we've had so mm-hmm. far. Which is fine. Well, I feel like I, um, I think this is probably the lo- the lowest out of all of the three so far for me. Not to say I didn't enjoy it, but I think I think it was. I like more stuff happening and just having the two people. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like one of those episodes in the middle of a long season of something, which this is not a long season, so it's kind yeah. of rude. I I think it gave us a little bit of depth on each character, mm-hmm. but it really didn't progress the story yes outside of just letting the viewer see like oh that suspicion you may have had now it's true yeah you know the variants the tva are actually variants like it cemented those kind of thoughts that Mm -hmm. people may have had but it didn't really progress where they're going yeah exactly i we still we ended up on in the same situation basically at the end and than we, that we were in the beginning. Mm-hmm. We ended up in the previous episode. The end was them running away from something. Yeah, and in this episode, we ended up with them running and trying could, to run away from and something. You could kind of chalk it up to like the comment that Mobius makes in the beginning of the, in the first episode, where he says, "Like your purpose is to fail so um, that others can succeed." Right. Um, you could kind of put like a symbolism to it, you know? Right. They failed. Yeah. He had this whole plan. That failed. Then he had another plan. That failed. This whole episode was just them failing. That's a really good point. I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was so, like, so, wanting you know, more. It kind of, like, gives that mindset of, like, that is what Loki's whole role is. Mm-hmm. He's never going to get what he wants. He's he's going to always fail. Yeah. That's his glorious purpose, if you think about it. It's very sad. I hope that's not what they end up with. (laughs) There's got to be more than that. Well, the whole series can't end with, like, a a bow tie, right? I know, yeah. Because it has to lead into Spider-Man, and it has to lead into Doctor Strange having Mm -hmm. the multiverse of madness. Yes. Unless they're two different events. Yeah. Which would be unnecessarily complicated. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, um, I would say this was the lower tier for me of episodes as well. Yeah. I think for me, 
Episode two was my favorite, then episode one, and then, then episode three. Same. I I was a little let down because I felt like it didn't progress anywhere, but I did enjoy getting some of the depth of the characters in this. Yeah. And I'm curious to see how they kind of approach that. Yeah. Maybe they're both fucking playing each other still. Yeah. But maybe there's some sincerity between these characters. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. So my rating for this episode is a test it. Okay. Yeah, I would say test it. That's appropriate because it did have some fun action segments and Mm -hmm. and CGI and all that stuff, but it was a bit of a filler episode, if you will. Yes, it It felt felt a little fillery. I do... Huge cock tease, right? Yeah. She gets to the point where she's at the fucking doors of what we are to believe is the timekeepers and then... Oh, never mind. Never we're mind. Gonna, we're going to teleport you send far you to as fuck away. Nowhere. Yeah. Different time. Yeah. And now you might just die here. Yes. Which we know they won't. Yeah. But then... it's just like, oh my God, those those moments of right there, right yeah. there in the grasp. Yeah. It's annoying. I can't wait for next episode, though, because I want to see how in the fuck they're going to get out of what they're in. I guess that's a question I have for you. I guess I already answered it in no sense because I believe that, well, I believe Moby's is going to save them, but mm-hmm. I guess my question for you is, will Loki and Sylvie even be in the next episode? Or will it be focused on the TVA as like a parallel time yeah, was, of what's going on on their end? I was thinking about that as you were talking about that a little bit ago, and you might be right. It could be a parallel episode of them trying to find them. Maybe most of it will be them mm-hmm. and the parallel of what... Is happening with, with Loki and Sylvie in this episode. But then maybe the last third of that episode will be Mobius showing up. Yeah. To save them. Yeah, they've got to make some progress. They're either going to save them as soon as the fucking episode starts. Or it's going to be drawn out. Nearly and they're the going to save at the very end. Yeah. I hope that they do it earlier than later. Because when you have a six episode run, you really can't be fucking around with a bunch of parallel mm. shit. <laughs> Which was, I think was what caught me off guard with this episode. Because... The first two episodes kind of ramped up pretty... Well, at least the second episode ramped up yes. really fucking quickly. Yeah. Not only did we just see who the Loki was in episode two, we already got her fucking plan in action. Yeah. And then we kind of get this episode. Which yes. kind of slowed it down a bit. Right. Also, I think you pointed out the writer for Miss Marvel apparently was responsible for writing this episode of Loki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, depending how you feel about this episode as a viewer that can kind of give you maybe a at the very least a sample of what to expect narrative or of what miss marvel could be going toward we might have some filler episodes yes throughout that (laughs) that series if that's how you felt about this one yeah but it looks like she also was a was a stand-up comedian so it's possible that her writing was responsible for all the funny jokes too so i guess it could go either way yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. But I feel like it's not that hard to throw those kind of jokes into the character because we've seen them throughout the whole series so far, right? It yeah. just rinse, repeat with the same concept of, I'm better than you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like that's it for episode three of The Anatomy of Loki, episode three. Yes, it is. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTFPod or send us e- an email directly to DTFPod at gmail.com. You can also check our website, DTFCast.com. 
And please, please, please go leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes because it helps us get noticed. That'd be great. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>